Hi, I'm Cody Elaine Oliver. I created the popular Black Love docuseries with my husband after seeing the lack of Black people in media and entertainment in happy, loving relationships. We were actually being told there was a Black marriage crisis. So I asked Black people who were married what it takes to make their marriage work. And after more than 200 interviews, I've heard it all. So buckle up and enjoy getting the full story directly from the couples themselves. This is Black Love, The Interviews. The first time we saw each other, I guess the first time we met was in college. We both went to the same college, upstate New York, SUNY Purchase College. I was a dance major. He was a drama major. I can't tell you when we saw each other. I don't ever recall meeting her. Right. I just recall years later bumping into you in the street and like, oh, hey, CJ. You know, it was kind of like we didn't run in the same circles in yeah. college. So I don't think we memory. ever like officially met. Like, right. You know, we, met, we definitely didn't hang in the same circles. But I, you know, I vividly, I remember her. You know, I mean, we took classes in the same building. And, you know, I always talk about, I remember her eyes. <laughs> you know, um, I talked about that in our vows, you know, just being like, wow, you know, I saw my future wife on campus and I didn't even know it. But just remember, like, seeing her eyes and be like, wow, you know, it's kind of hard not to be. <laughs> <laughs> not to be what? You know, I mean, <laughs> no, I'm saying, you know, I was... I was smitten. You know? I didn't think so. But oh, I, okay. but again, you know, we definitely were in two totally different worlds. Yeah. So the um, first time we met or, or, yeah, met each other was in college. It was probably in 2010 when we reconnected. Uh, we would see each other throughout the years. We graduated that, in 1998. Oh, come on now. You got to give specific dates. <laughs> Really? So yes, fine. Okay, but we, we would see each other. Uh, we lived right. in the same neighborhood in Harlem. I lived on 151st Street. She lived on 145th. 147. 147th and Broadway. Mm -hmm. um, and so I would see her at the train station all the time um, with my son. Um, and mm -hmm. then we would be at. I actually came to your birthday party one time. Yeah, we had randomly. Mutual friends. He, we because we always had mutual friends. So he would. He one time he came to Justin's in New York with a friend of his and was again like, oh, hey, CJ, you know, mm -hmm. how you doing? And then eventually we, we both at different times moved to L.A. to pursue our careers. And I would see him at like Geisha House because he was a, oh, a bartender. Yeah. And I would see him at Geisha House. I would see him. Um, her and her ex-boyfriend would come. Yeah. To because yeah, her ex boyfriend was friends with the the owners that I you know the guys that I worked for, so they were coming all the time. You know, and it was a it very like oh hey you know what's up. And then right. I you know became cool with uh, her ex just you know on a first name basis and would buy them drinks. You know, good to see you. Right. Um, and then in 2010, right. I was hanging out with a, a girlfriend of mine, and we went to the Roosevelt uh, Hotel in Hollywood and I think she was we were just hanging out you know I was single and going through had gone through different you know relationships and I was really newly single he was newly single so I found out later and she <laughs> was texting with him and I guess he was in the area and she goes oh CJ's gonna come over you know and, and hang out with us I was like okay that's cool so this was actually the first time we really kind of like hung together together you know it was just the four of us right. him and he brought a friend and at the end of the night her and i get in the car and she says well, when she went to the bathroom okay you know our friend kelly was part. like she's like you need to holler at row <laughs> and i was like make it happen you know because it just never you know the thing is like i always said to you right? yeah just never really like i never thought of Rochelle that way you know I just always kind of was admired her from afar you know yeah and, and I didn't think of I didn't think of him yeah you it know, wasn't that way. like know, it was weird. A, like lusty kind of attraction you know what I mean um it was more admiration you know like I said for her just her presence and you know again I don't really know her that well but her presence was you know she's classy and you know at times in my life I you weren't so classy I wasn't so classy <laughs> And the women that I dated, you know, weren't so classy either. 
So <laughs> at the end of the night, <laughs> I was in the car with her and um, she said the same. I guess she said the same thing to me that she said to him saying how cute we would be together. Did I think he was cute? And I was like, yeah, I think he's cute, but I never really thought about him that way. Um, long story short, we hung out a couple of more times as a group and then he asked for my number. And then we went on our first date, like maybe a week or so after that. And it was kind of weird because this was CJ. Like, I yeah, knew you. We went but, to, uh, remember, we went know. to Jones on Santa Monica. Um, Santa Monica Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. it's one of my favorite restaurants. Yeah, I used to live in that neighborhood. And yeah, I just remember being on a date with her, feeling like, yeah, this is really weird. <laughs> You know, like yeah, yeah. You know, and, he, and he you kept, heard her he ex boyfriend saying how I was uncomfortable, uncomfortable you know, because really he knew was. him, and I was like, really, it's been two years. I yeah. haven't been with him for two years, but it didn't matter. She's like, that's on you. Yeah, you know, like so. And I mean, you know, it was for me to get over it, you know. But I honestly felt, you know, just out of respect for that man that, you know, and it wasn't a situation where I could like we weren't friends, so I couldn't really have a conversation with him about it but it was just something that like i just felt uncomfortable about um because we had conversations on multiple occasions and i i never thought of her you know while they were together it wasn't like i was like oh i can't wait till you know they break up and i'm gonna move in you know what i mean so i didn't want him to feel like that was you know from man to man but yeah she was like get over it (laughs) (laughs) so after the first date we were i think we were attracted to each other even though it was weird and uncomfortable but there i found and found an attraction to you i hope you found an attraction. absolutely and yeah I, I i was trying to psych myself up to get over it you know what i mean yeah. and i had conversations with some of my boys about it they were like please you know what I, mean? they were like, Yo, don't, I would even you know don't even think about it like the, you know they had been broken up for a couple of years and you know so but there was so much more to it. So we didn't stay together that long because you end, right. ended up going back to New York. He right. was recently out of a relationship. Right. So it wasn't the right time. So, yeah. So we, we started dating. I think that was like October or November of 2010. And then uh, December of 2010, I kind of had a life changing moment where um, I decided that, you know, coming out of this relationship, you know, living with my ex at that time in Los Angeles, that I needed to relocate back to New York to be closer to my son who was getting ready to start high school. Uh, he was going into eighth grade. Um, so I just felt like it wasn't the right time for me to be in Los Angeles. You know, even though I definitely enjoyed Rochelle's company, it wasn't, we hadn't been together long enough for me to yeah. kind of, that wasn't in my, my mind frame. Like, well, but you know, we're dating. And it was like, I was really focused on being there for my son. Um, and so I moved back and we stayed in touch, you know, cause we're both from the East coast. Mm-hmm. So, and she was often in, in, in New York, you know, I guess we went on a couple of dates in New York and I just wasn't ready for a long distance relationship. I just wasn't ready for a committed relationship at that time. Like I said, I had just gotten out of a relationship. And so I just wasn't, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just ready. wasn't in and the he, right and space. He, and he was honest about it. And so I had to accept that. And we just went our separate ways and we would just kind of communicate here and there once a year, you know, when I went back to New York. Yeah. What were you both looking for? Were you like, one day I want to get married? Like, at the time, at that time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was thinking I want to find the, the, the right one to settle down with. At that point, I didn't know if that would be him, but that was my mindset. Yeah, I, mine too. I mean, it was a it was a kind of a difficult time in my life. You know, it was a lot of changes going on, and I think deep down inside, I was looking <clears throat> for you know that woman that I could spend the rest of my life with. Um, I just, like I said, I just come out of this relationship where I thought that was going to happen, but it was a totally false, you know, uh, perception of you know what I was looking for. I was kind of forced something that wasn't really. So when Rochelle entered my life, it was like the potential was there. I just wasn't prepared for what she had to offer. And I tell her that many a times that I just, I don't think we were playing with the same deck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just wasn't in her league at the time. You know what I mean? Um, I had a lot of work on CJ to do before I was ready to yeah. offer myself as a man to her 
So a few years went by. Um, I, like I said, I was with my son, developing that relationship as a father to a teenage boy in high school. Um, I was a single dad. A lot of experiences with my son allowed me to grow as a man and take more responsibility in life, um, which I hadn't previously done. And I was living that way. And so when I started to get more grounded as a man, you know, um, and also just did some spiritual, you know, work on, on myself. I had uh, been in nightlife uh, for a long time here in Los Angeles and New York, um, bartending and living that party life. And, uh, you know, right before I left Los Angeles in 2010, I decided to, to make that change in my life and I, I got sober. So I stopped drinking and doing drugs completely. Um, doing drugs? <laughs> you know, a little bit of weed. What? You know. Uh, <laughs> no, but you know, that's, you know, after a few years of um, sobriety, life started to change for me and my perception of relationships started to change. And so for me, when I got to that place, I was like, Rochelle, you know, she's the one, you know, like she'd always been, you know, lingering in my mind, you know, about what a, what a relationship with a woman is that I would like to have, you know. And he would always, every like <laughs> once a year, text me like, how you doing? Or I remember around that time he sent a text, you married yet? You know. And I would show my girlfriend to my old boy. Look at him. He ain't about nothing right now. He's talking about you married yet. <clears throat> so, but after that text, she said, no, I'm not. And I said, all right, well, listen, you know, when you come back to New York, is, I, I had probably... flaked on her one previous time. She came to New York and I had flaked on mm -hmm. her. I had mm -hmm. flaked on her um, on a date. Right. And so at this point, I, I kind of knew I was kind of like in the doghouse about that. But I had asked her, I said, listen, let me make it up to you. You know, and when I asked her if she was married, I didn't know. So I knew she was dating somebody. I kind of knew she was kind of in something with somebody. But you were just feeling the waters. Yeah. You know how they do. Yeah, yeah, I was feeling the waters. But this was probably like in 2000. And... <laughs> did I pet? Did you? No, no, that was just a, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> a male oh moment. Oh, my God. Um, what was that date? That so that was like 2014, 15, 16, 17, maybe like 2014, yeah, 2014. When he we had a conversation and he had asked, you know, when I was coming back to New York, and I said probably not until May, and it was like January. He's like, man, that's such a long ways away. And I'm like, well, yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> it's not like we're dating. It was kind of weird to me. Because I was just ready. Yeah, you know, that was the thing. He was you know, I was ready. And I was like, so, damn, it was like, I'm like, okay, well, I got to okay. hold out. You I know was like, I mean? yeah, I guess so. We've been holding, you've been holding out for right. three years. Right. <laughs> so we went, I went back to New York as I always do. And we went out on a date and we started dating. And um, <laughs> one night he, he said, actually, we had dated just a couple of times in New York. And then he wanted to know where it was going. And it, again, it was like that wasn't phone even call I conversation. I, I, I was even, just like, what I do didn't you even mean? say where is it going. I said, listen, I said, I want to commit to this. No, 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 no. Not that time? It, it, this is that time. But the uh. words you used was, you know, I don't know, you know, where this is going. Uh. And I was I thought I said I told you I wanted after, to commit to this. Yeah, but the first, com the part of the conversation that I oh, like to bring started, up, okay. where it started from was that. And then he said he wanted to commit. And then I said. I need to sleep on it. I need to think about it. I mean, you just come and this out. Was this was when? Nowhere. What month was that? Probably June. Okay, she. So then in October, <laughs> June, October. Yeah, we were watching a movie, and it was some romantic comedy or something. And I said, I guess it was somebody a, said, somebody yeah, said in the movie, that, yeah. "Are we going steady?" <laughs> and so at the end of the movie, I looked at him and I was like, so, "Are we going steady?" And that was so. But the it. thing about the thing about it was for me in my life is that from June to October, um, I right. had to put my ego in check. When she told me, right. when she told me that night I need to sleep on it, I was like, okay, cool. I woke up that morning expecting her to be like, you know what? Yeah, like let's do my this. decision. Yeah, and she didn't. And then she didn't the day after that. However, we were in a relationship. I didn't say right. let me think about it and then I didn't see No, no, we, we were, were we, 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 we kept going. Other, but for know? me, previously, if she would have said that, 
like let me think let me sleep on it. and she didn't give me a response right, right away i'd be like okay cool well, why are you sleeping on it let me show you what i'm gonna you know how i'm gonna operate you know and i would have continued to date other women but um i had some really beautiful women in my life who mentored me um around the relationship and i had kind of told them the scenario and i'm like well, she hasn't said anything they were she, you know a, a specific woman i had this conversation with um who's you know important to me in my life she was like look commit to it commit to it commit to, to the universe and it's gonna happen you know and but don't ask her about it don't ask her about it let it be and i didn't know any of this right. all i knew was that i had dated several guys prior to you and it just didn't go well and i was just tired of the games and i needed to think about it because it did come out of nowhere to me but i will say that when i said i needed to think about it and yeah it was until october and he <laughs> never brought it up he was committed to me anyway and we dated and we really got to know each other mm -hmm. i was thinking oh this is this is a a changed man as well because his tem temperament was a little different mm. and i respected that a lot and uh yeah, yeah it did so a like, lot I, kn for I knew me. i knew he was he was the right one to to be with because he didn't pressure me he wasn't um i don't know needy or jealous or any of those yeah, things yeah it felt like I, I had no doubt in my mind confident yeah i had confident. no there, there was no like question in my mind well like if she's still sleeping on it, is she like messing with somebody else? I never had that thought. I just felt like, yeah, we were committed and that was it right. because I was committed to it. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of times if you're doing your little thing, then you still thinking about what she's doing. You know, I just I just I just, I just made yeah. it that it, this we were in this relationship. And you it know? made him very attractive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for me, like she is she's like wifey material as we would say you know what i mean so like for me it's not like i'm i'm asking her at this point like are you married yet like because i don't think like and that you know she could have yeah, been in a serious relationship yeah you know what i mean i mean yeah, exactly you know. you know because i didn't just you know she wasn't just gonna be a a, a jump off you know so to speak like i right. wasn't just gonna hit her up and be like hey listen when you come into town let's you know let's do something you know mm -hmm. what i mean i guess that was my way of saying like hey like I guess I'm ready for something. Right. No. So when he said, um, when you came to town and he was like, uh, so can like, what are we doing? Can, can I want to commit to this? Mm -hmm. Did you know that it, or did you feel that this was like a marriage conversation or just no. boyfriend and girlfriend? <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I still thought it was okay. He wants to get more serious and get to know me and become my boyfriend have a committed relationship which we had not had before um yeah so that's what it how i interpret it as yeah as the months went by and the relationship was seen so i have to say like for the first few months i started to get nervous right because i was like no really yeah because i was like i don't know i talked to my boy i'm like yo I think something's missing you know and this was where it really changed for me and I was like, oh, right, right. I had this, like, I, I, I told you about this. But I, I was talking to my boy and I was like, yeah, something's missing. And it hit me. And I was like, we haven't had a fight. It's been almost a year and we have not had an argument. It's been so seamless. You know what I mean? And I just like come from these relationships that were so tumultuous, that, that were driven by drama. Which is like, which feels like love and passion. Yeah, and like, not, I'm not, not saying just it was me and my partner, you know, whoever I was with, you know, we were fueled by drama. Mm -hmm. And this was not. And that's why I was like, something's off. Like, I, I felt at that time there was a, a lack of passion. But when it hit me, I was like, and let me tell you, it changed everything for me. Like our whole, for me, like our mm -hmm. whole being together just opened why like it just opened up into a whole nother like and i think that's when i started to be on the path of like okay of marriage. this is the woman i'm going to spend my life with you know and then i don't i can't time frame wise i mean it was probably a it was a year and some change before, before i proposed and i spoke to my parents about it yeah you know? i mean i feel like we dated that a consistent you know relationship for a year and like two months and yeah. then he proposed in july of 
the next year. I yeah, think that's I, it just happened. It just happened. You know, I, I talked to my parents. I remember I was at the diner with my parents, and I said, I, I think this is it, you know? And both my parents were like, go ahead and do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my pops always has this expression, like, it ain't nothing to it but to do it, <laughs> you know? And so, yes, I just, I had a friend who, uh, who's, good friend was a jeweler like jeweler so I was like went and had this conversation and we designed the ring and and then I started to plan out my my execution and we, <laughs> we did not have a conversation we never had a conversation about, about marriage. marriage which was important to me I actually didn't want to have I wanted it to be a surprise to her um in a sense and what was the surprise you know and I just I just but I had like again I was so confident you know, that this was the woman that I was going to spend my life with, that there wasn't a, like a nervous bone in my body about like, she's going to, she might say no. You know, I just, it was just, we were just, it was, like I said, it was seamless. I don't know. Just, man, I guess got to be confident to do that. <laughs> so my oh, son yeah. is 19 now. Um, and he was, yeah, so he was about 15, 16. When we, when we first started dating. No, no, when no, we first when started. Proposed. Oh, when, we, when I, oh, right. uh, yeah. Well, he, he, I can't remember the first time we all hung out together. I'm, I'm sure it was once we started dating. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So yeah. within that year of 2000 and what did I say? Yeah. 15? Well, my son is pretty easygoing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so... Oh, I remember we actually went. I remember one time we went to go see his play. Remember that when he was in Little Shop of Horrors? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but but he, he's pretty laid back, you know, and he's not very he's more like not very inquisitive about. He wouldn't ask me questions, but I will say this: I remember a couple years prior to that, my my mother told me that my son said to her, "Man, I don't think Daddy's ever going to get married," you know. So this was probably when he was around twelve or thirteen. So this is what the man he was looking at at the time. I could see in his demeanor that he was happy about this relationship, you know. And it was fun for him, you know, too, because, you know, she was known and, you know, we would go out and people would recognize her, you know what I mean? And so, mm -hmm. and then at his school, they were like, you know, Instagram, they would see pictures, like, oh, that's your dad's, you know, that, you know, like, <laughs> you know, so he got a little bit of props probably from it, so, <laughs> you know. But, you know, in all in all, I think he's just, he was just happy to see me happy. You when did you I mean? tell him that you were proposing? Or you know what? I don't even. I, no, I definitely told him. I definitely told him. Um, I probably when I got the ring, I was just like, you know, told him. I'm like, yeah, like we're going. So I flew to Vancouver. Um, she was filming in Vancouver, and we were going to take this road trip from Vancouver to Los Angeles. So I, before I left for that trip. You know, I, I oh, you know, totally. I let, told him, you know, like that, that my, what my plan was. He's like, oh, hey, that's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like, you yeah. know, that's about what I got. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, first I want to say, so how he proposed was quite amazing. He wanted to do this trip from Vancouver to L.A. Right, I, I was filming Mistresses that. season three at the time. And he initiated it. You know, he wanted to find places to stop along the way and she had just shipped her car out. to vancouver you know but i was like let's drive it back right you know and you i never made it a plan like i felt bad I was like, oh i don't have time or maybe i'm just not lazy in that way i like doing he that likes stuff. doing that stuff Planning he likes research, that, you know. researching so he just planned it all out and we packed up the car went to seattle first saw a cousin of mine in seattle and then the ring was hot in my pocket <laughs> So uh, we actually had like conversations in the car, you know, this is a long trip. Yeah, you know, we're talking. Yeah, about we went to Seattle and then we went to Portland to visit a friend of mine. And then from Portland to another city on the coast of Oregon. Mm -hmm. um, so I had this I had Googled most romantic places to propose on the coast. And so this place came up called Proposal Rock in Niscowan, Oregon, right? There's this whole thing about this big rock that I guess there was a sailor who proposed to his woman by this rock and so on and so forth. Oh, really? um, yeah. So the town is called Niscowan, but it's Proposal Rock, you know, it's this beach. So it wasn't until three days into our trip that I was able to get to this place, you know? <laughs> so 
we're traveling and it's like, you know, we, we're getting close to this beach, you know? We had and it was a late in the day full already. day yeah. already of other beaches that we went to. We right. took pictures, took pictures we yeah. had lunch and it's like four in the evening and we are... He wants to go to one more beach before we stop at the hotel. And I remember saying, I'm so tired. Let's just skip that last beach and let's just go to the hotel. He's like, no, 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 it's on the way. We'll do it. So I get a little grumpy. I'm quiet. <laughs> Mind you, we have never argued at this point, at that point. So I'm trying to like hold in whatever annoyance I have because I am tired. <laughs> and we park at this beach. But... He wants to walk on the sand. Exactly. There was no place to park. I didn't know where the rock was, and first of all. And he sees the rock. And, oh, I have on sweatpants. <laughs> it's sweater. I'm just uh, sneakers. I'm not ready for, you know, beach laying around weather. And we're walking on the beach. And, and I'm she's like, like, I don't know. I got my purse. And she's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And no, I'm but like, first he says, oh, oh. I said, how far are we walking? He goes, oh, we're going to walk all down there to that rock. That rock was two miles away. No, well, it yeah, it was. That's, it that's how miles. I tell the story. There's two whole miles. Maybe like a half. A <laughs> okay, fine. But I did have to go to the bathroom. So he goes, okay, we'll just stop here. Go to the bathroom. So I, I said, I think there's a bathroom up there by the shops. You by know. the way, ask somebody what the name of that rock is, he says to me. I'm like, okay. So I walk. I don't find a restroom. And I really have to go. That was the worst. I she come came back. back. She's walking towards me. I'm like, find it. She was like, No. And I had literally, I had the towels out, you know, and I had, I wrote in the sand, will you marry me? And you he know? says to me, did you find out the name of the rock? I said, no. And there's no bathroom. I have to go. You have 15 minutes to lay out like you want and we got to go. Yeah. she And I was like, well, I, you know, I thought we were just going to pack. I was like, I'm just going to have to go right, with right. plan B because I was like, well, she got to go to the bathroom. Well, this I don't was want. your plan B. And I was like, well, do you want to just, you know, you're like, no, no, yeah, we'll just, you know. We'll just hang here for a minute. But then you said, oh, well, the name of the rock is written out in the sand. Well, I said, read that. And I just said, read that. Yeah. You said it's written out in the sand. But that's oh, the way okay. I've been telling it. Oh. That you said the name of the rock is Great in the sand. Because that's what you said. He doesn't remember things. I just said, do you see what that says or something okay, like fine. that? Yeah. And then I looked and it said will you marry me and this was a shock to me and then I turned around and he was on his knee with a ring and I really did forget that I had to go to the bathroom after that for like an hour we were standing out there talking yeah, about taking it taking pictures everybody clapping you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was quite surprising yeah we didn't make the rock but then he told me what. No, I tell it too because when we come into the when you come into the town where the beach is, it says in the sky one proposal rock, and I'm like, oh, I hope she didn't see that <laughs> sign. Like she would have, she said, told me this, she would have been oblivious anyway. Yeah, but. yeah I see it. So yeah, that's that's how it happened. We kind of lived together in New York while we planned the wedding um, for like two months. That was honestly the first time we lived together. Well, I, I lived in Brooklyn. I had well, an yeah. apartment in Brooklyn. She had an apartment in Harlem. And so we were kind of flip-flopping, going back before uh, and forth between Brooklyn. And she would come to Brooklyn. I would go to Harlem. Um, because my son still lived with me at the time. And then... And then at one point, you I said, you moved know, out of your apartment. Yeah, at one point when, you know, the marriage... You know, when the plan started to come a little... You know, I was like, this is kind of silly for me to have this apartment, you know, and paying rent on this and, you know what I mean, save money and just, you know... Um, why don't I just move up to Harlem, you know? Yeah, right. So and he it was moved like, up there, but must, I was still yeah. here filming Mistresses right. in L.A. at the time. And we were we wrapped in July. I uh, went back to New York and we stayed in the same apartment, lived together. And we planned the rest of the wedding from July to September. We and lived in New lot, York. And then did a lot of traveling. Did a lot of traveling. Looking for venues. Yeah. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. we did like 10 or 11 venues around the Tri-State area. Wait, what are we talking about? From the, the time <laughs> when we were planning the wedding. That was the wedding planning? Yeah. I'm talking about when I, we lived together and right. we got married. That's what I'm talking uh, about. Oh, okay. That was the year before. Got it. Yeah. But then I move up there? Not How? yet. No, you didn't move up there <laughs> till after. When did I you get getting married? So, okay. So then, well, back to my part of the story. We got married in August, and then we came here after our honeymoon right. in September. So September of 2016 is when we literally, you know, lived here together. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, got sure I got lost. Are you lost? 
No, I no, don't. No, okay. it. He's being it's silly. Fun. Oh. <laughs> um, so you're newlyweds in a new yes. house. Newlyweds. Like, newlyweds, new house. But we got the house yeah. a year ago. Right. Yeah, but we didn't but really we didn't live, live in together, it together, together. We together. got it the first week, three months. It was being renovated, and then she moved in in March, right? Right. And, and but then you were still in New York. I was still in so We've been newlyweds in here since September. September. Yeah. yeah. So marriage is like you know we find someone, we fall in love, we decide we want to spend our lives together, and then there's the like non-romantic part that is just uh, as Viola Davis said in our maybe in our trailer, but I can't remember. But like it, then it becomes. The monotony, right? It's like oh, the everyday track, thing, you know, right? Yeah. So, like, how does marriage compare to whatever your expectations were? I don't even know what my expectations were, honestly. I think this is what I thought it would be, which is why I didn't get married before, because I wasn't ready, you know, until I was ready. Mm. And I know that it is a commitment. I know that it's going to be monotony. I know that, you know, you got to work monotony. at it. But no, but. But honestly, I do feel like we try to break it up as much as possible. And sometimes it's not even up to us. This could be because of work or we go to New York sometimes. I think I like that we change it up and that it's not the same thing uh, every day. Also, we don't have nine to five jobs. So sometimes it switches up what we do during the day. We spend time together. He does his own thing um, to keep it interesting, keep it fresh. Yeah, that we're not the clingy couple. We really just do our own thing. And when we come together, we come together in a sense. You know what I mean? Which is a, a, a yeah, great but, part of the time. But we're together a lot yeah, of times. Yeah, it's a great part of the time. But yeah. it's not like, you know, there's never any kind of like, I don't know. Like, if she's going to go to have like a glass of wine with her girlfriend, you know, whatever. You know, if mm -hmm. I'm going, you know, to watch a game, you know, there's never any kind of like, it just is what it is. Do you remember the first fight? Yeah. Yeah. It was during wedding plan and we, you know, it was just one of those like feelings got hurt by a comment kind of deal. Yeah, I was looking at different venues and he was ready and he was settled on one and I wasn't quite settled on it yet. And you were kind of uh, moody or not really into the place. I guess we're different in that way. Like if he's not into something, he just shows no interest. <laughs> I still put a smile on my face to be pleasant in front of the people. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it was. And he was like, yeah. uh -huh. and the guy's talking to us. And I'm like, give me a smile, something. <laughs> and, and, and I don't remember, honestly, I don't remember what the words were, but I know I said something about, well, I can, I can look with such and such. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I do remember. Obviously, I just said it. I can look with with Dawn then or something. And that he took offense to that. But what I meant was I can look some more with her. And then if you like it, come and see it. If you don't want to see these anymore or something like that. So, yeah, that was it. It was just, you know, one of those like. It wasn't even that deep. Actually. Tired, you yeah. know, one of them. You know, but it maybe was our, hungry, you know, type. Right. Yeah, but it, but was, it was definitely our, our first, first time. Kinda... We had a disagreement and yeah. had to express your feelings with her, yeah. what, what I said, with what I said. Right. And that was, that was a difference. And, I we, and we that, had to, we learned how to handle it. Right. And I think that that's, you know, might have happened, you know, in, over the years, a handful of times, you know. But what <clears> I expressed to her, which I think is the most important part to a relationship is being honest when your feelings are hurt. You know, sometimes I, I know from, you know, as a man, you know, and where I come from, you don't always open up to that. You know, you kind of like, where I was raised, my, my father just showed a lot of anger. And I did that for a very long time until I started to come into the understanding that it doesn't always, you know, or rarely ever get your point across when you, you express anger. And I want to say as well, like my parents really weren't together together, so... I didn't really have an example of how you should communicate. Right. It was arguing or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think we're kind of, you know, figuring it out from other people or learning it on our own. Or yeah, like I said, this yeah, spiritual guidance, you know, spiritual that guidance, like, yeah. you know, that, that, that vulnerability <clears throat> to, I, I don't know how to put it, the oneness with God, you know, that like, 
our relationship is being taken care of, you know, and it's okay to express to, our, you know, your partner that I'm hurt. And we have to continue even now to let go of our egos because other things come up. And the first thing is you can get defensive, you know what I mean? So. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the biggest thing you've learned about yourself, each of you, since being married? Uh, for me, I think it's acceptance. You know, I, it's a continue. Just something that I continue to deal with in my life is just acceptance of, uh, in terms of compromise with each other. You know, the first. I mean, we've been here uh, in the house since September, and we've done a lot of you know furniture shopping and decorating and you know making it a home. You know, together yeah. um, in a really barren space. You know, so. We do have, we have different styles, you know? So it's like coming together for one style, it, you know? Oh, it's interesting. You yeah, know, it, I it, forgot about that. It can be, you know, it can be complicated, you know? But I feel like we're, we're, we've been working it out, you know, where it's like, I may come with an idea and she may be not so into it. When I have to either try to like sell it to her, you know what I mean? Or just accept that it's not gonna happen. And I'm sure probably, you know, vice versa, you know? Yeah, I think, for me, I'm glad you went first because I was trying to think. One, we're both only child, mm. right? So I'm used to everything being my way. <laughs> and I'm learning that it's take it takes time for me to embrace someone else. Like this is we're together. We have to I have to accept you and your opinions and just like living together and yeah, like that. And I try, like, and I mean, that's some dope. But, but because I, I'm not going to forget. And then the other thing for me, is a, it's a big thing. And I think it's, I don't know if it's me just getting older. I don't know if it's this white house. Maybe it's this white house. But I am like so obsessed about clean, being clean. And so <laughs> I got to really, and I'm still working on it, like let go a little bit of my nagging because if there's stuff on the floor or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm on him. But I kind of feel like he's kind of accepting it. And I just say, it's not you, it's me. But I also, you know, now what I was gonna say is that uh, with that, and I, I knew you would come up with that, is that like, I also do try. Yeah, you know, you, you are. Know, you I'm are. really have, cause I, you know, I'm sure, like I've been living on my own for a very long time and only child and, ha you know, not really had anybody nag me Telling about, you to pick this up you know or what I mean? put those sneakers away and, or and whatever. I, and, I, and, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I like to live in a clean environment as well, you know what I mean? But, you know, I guess it's just certain things that, you know, her, you know, standards are a little higher than mine, you know? But it's just like little things like, I used to leave the cupboard open a lot, you know? Just like, I'd be doing things in the cupboard, she's like, babe, close the cupboard. And so I've been mindful of it, you right, know? Right, right, right. I don't know if you can drop, but I probably- I don't do. ever say close the cupboard. And I don't really leave it open that much anymore. No, you we've, know? we've elevated to other right. things. Yeah, other things now. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, those kind of things. But I've been trying to learn, you know, to be a partner in those situations. And that. not just be like, oh, she's nagging me about this. Yeah, you know I what appreciate I mean? that, so, babe. You know, I, it is stuff that, like, I can see irritates her. I don't want her to be irritated. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what is it? Happy wife, happy life. So yeah, but I but I think there's room for, and I get on my son about it now. He's probably like, dude, you know, like I'm like, yo, pick up the clothes off the floor, you know, make sure you <laughs> turn off the lights, you know. <laughs> and this is right. like, and I'm like, because listen, she gonna get on you. I blame it on her. She gonna do. She gonna get on you. Oh, so funny. So it's like a mirror for him. Let's see what he used to do. <laughs> Something something in the memory. I don't know. Really I get distracted. Is. Yeah. I'm like doing stuff, you know, I'm I cook, you know, so I'm like doing it and then I storm on to one thing and you know. I guess so. Yes, he, he gets distracted, yeah. yeah. The, the keys in the door. Oh yeah, I've been leaving the keys in the we door a lot. The but that's because I have stuff in my hand, you know. We shouldn't tell about the car. Uh, Okay, let me just tell this one. Because it's, it's funny now. Man, you know. He does get distracted. So it's not just the cupboards. It's the keys in the door. And then 
yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. He he's driving. It's me and the side. I'm on the passenger side. He's driving. He wants to stop in Starbucks real quick before we do this hike. And his son is in the back seat. So he gets out of the car, does this motion, and gets out. And I feel like I'm in a dream state for a second because I feel like we're moving. And I was like, Are we moving? We're moving. Oh my God, we're moving. And then there's a car in front parked. And I tried to put it. I look in the. <laughs> And the steering wheel Meanwhile, she's freaking drive. out. My son told me she's freaking yeah, out. Yeah, because the, the <laughs> steering wheel was in drive instead of park. And I couldn't move it without pushing the brake. So I'm like oh, freaking out because I am a little dramatic. Oh, my God. And then I have to hop. But by the time I hopped over, we bumped into the car in front of us. No damage. Thank God there was no damage. But um, my son was like. I was there. I was like, yeah, but you kind of freaked out. Well, yeah, because because I and I started dying laughing because I said, knew I could just picture her like flipping yeah, out. Yeah, I did. You know? But he says you freaked out. All you had to do was put it in park. Right, 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 right. But he didn't realize yeah. that I tried that already. But I came back and she, uh, she was in the driver's seat, and I'm like, what's going on? She was like, <sighs> <laughs> next time put the car in park. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah. Then she started rolling away. Yeah, you know, we hit the car in front of me. You know, luckily there was no damage, and and she, I mean, I we to went up to the hike. Yeah, well, didn't anyway. let go until probably after the hike. Nah, yeah, yeah. Nah. She didn't like it. It was a little bit about the way you respond. I wanted you to just say, "Oh my God, babe, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me." Yeah, like, like it wasn't like. But he you know. he doesn't do that. He'll get a little defensive first, and that well, wasn't defensive. I was yeah, just like, it wasn't said, that deep. It wasn't like no damage was done. No, and she was like yelling, you, giving me a... And no, I'm like, okay, this is what I said. Don't be self-righteous. Don't be self-righteous. Because I'm, I made a mistake. But that's all I want you to say. But that was obvious. But just say it. That's it. Anyway. I'm learning that too. <laughs> I'm learning that too. Anyway, look, I'm laughing at it now. I gotta Thank God just it was, say I'm wrong. I guess the problem with me is that I'm always thinking about what's going to happen next. Oh my God, if he did this then, what if we're not in the right. car and then it goes into the street? That's where my mind goes. And you know I tell her the power of now. I was telling you the power of now. No, I'm talking about you're talking about what could possibly happen in the future. I know. And I was saying you need to be in the now because you were rushing. And I want you to practice. That was my point. I was like, just babe, please try to start being in the now. See that moment you were talking about before with the eye roll? It just happened. You know, to me, that's a human error. You know, like, it wasn't like I maliciously... No, of course you know, not. But that's what I'm saying. If I maliciously, you know, felt or like I did something that hurt you personally, then, yes, accountability. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. You know, I want to, like, amend that, mm. you know. And, yes, of course, I don't plan on leaving the car in park. You know, I mean, in drive every time I get out <clears> of <throat> the car. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I say about self-righteous, because I think we all have things that we need to improve on. But the, to not necessarily, I don't think that was a teachable moment. And I felt like you were trying to teach me in that moment that I need to be more conscious of putting the car in park. It was a mistake. She's rolling her eyes. Am I rolling my eyes? <laughs> I'm just listening. But you understand what I'm saying? It's, I, I mean, you know, there are, I heard you agree yeah. to disagree, but I heard you. Yeah. yeah. Marriage for me has always been this ideal, this dream that I wanted to achieve, I guess. It's not something that I saw. My mom never got married. But I always wanted to have a partner to live out the rest of my life with. Someone that I can grow old with and just... Yeah, share my life with because I knew that just being an actress and having friends wasn't enough and living together is something that I've always I've done before but I guess the the commitment to me was just stronger perhaps and just that I've always wanted to have a wedding and make that you know that that commitment to someone in front of my mom I thought that was a wonderful dream that she would love to see and when he proposed i knew it had to be in new york so that she could she could be there because it's almost like a dream for her as well yeah marriage for me was just the ultimate commitment for before god that you know you know for so many years 
just not been able to commit to something, whether it be a relationship, my life, and so moving along, you know, with these commitments to God as a man, I felt that 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 was one of the ultimate commitments that, you know, I felt that God wanted for me in my life, you know, to to be with this woman and to share our lives together. And there's so much power. Before I got married, one of my close friends from um, high school is studying the ministry and he's been married for 12 years. And he told me, he said, see, he said, you just, you're going to feel so powerful, you know, as a union. There's like, it's just, you know, when he said, I, I kind of, you know, I come from, uh, I, th- I thought about Voltron, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, just like these two forces connecting. And I, I just, yeah, I just feel like, you know, yeah, I feel really good. And I, I felt that throughout those years, you know, before, you know, we um, got married and I wanted to hold on to that, you know, and I feel like that's a good way to do it, you know, to really give her, you know, that commitment. And uh, yeah, I just, I pray on it every day that we can continue to commit to uh, improving for each other, mm-hmm. you know. And I also told her, listen, if you ever feel like, you know, you want to go astray, just tell me. Because I, you know, I do believe in our um, commitment to God. And if that was at that time what was supposed to be, then I would be in acceptance of that. Because obviously trust is a huge thing in a relationship, right? You know, but another friend of mine um, whose husband is a pastor and she does marriage counseling. I met with her before um, we got married. And, you know, she was talking about, she was telling, um, you know, her husband's a very good looking man. And like a lot of the women in the church calling after him. And, you know, my girlfriend's asking, oh, you don't get jealous. Or like, you, you know, and like you, you trust him. And, you know, she said, I don't trust him. I trust his relationship with God. Um, I don't need to trust him, <laughs> you know? And I, and I trust her relationship with God. And in that in with that being said you know if she ever felt like you know what i have another path to go on then i'm i wanted to go on that path but just make sure i know you're going on that path you know what i mean before you start walking on it <laughs> without me <laughs> and right. i told her i would do the same you know i i told her i would do the same i i really just the whole like you know infidelity like it just really it hurts to see it, you know what I mean? I see, we see it a lot in the world. I see it, you know, unfortunately, some of my friends, and I just can't get with it. And that's just where I sit today. That's what marriage is to me. Do you guys want to have more kids? Oh, well, for me, a kid, yes. <laughs> more kids for you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, God willing. That's the, I mean, you know, that's the plan, God willing. But we haven't put too much on it, you know? We, um, you know, we just got married and we've had the conversation but for me it's like it uh, really at this point it that portion is her journey yeah we talked about having kids like right after the wedding and you know i kind of struggle with when because of being in the industry and working and i would prefer to have a job before i have a baby but i know that i can't wait too long so that's something that i am like literally thinking about now you know when to make that decision is there ever a right decision no there's not ever a right decision so i just told told listen you just let me know when the the soil is fertile (laughs) and i will plant the seed (laughs) (laughs) you know that's it you know i'll let you know babe yeah but see, the thing is, I've heard stories of people who, you know, planned it. They were working and then they said, OK, we're going to try to do it now. And then it happens perfectly for them when they're hiatus. And, and I believe that that will happen for us. You know, I truly believe that, like, it hasn't happened yet. And that's because it hasn't been the right. It just hasn't been God's time. You know, and whether this is our conversation of, you know, when is the right time and 
if it's never the right time, then it wasn't supposed to be, you know. So I just, you know, I feel like, you know, and You're here for me. that's right. And you just keep, you. you know, you just keep praying, you know yeah. what I mean? To ask God for, for guidance for of when it's supposed to happen, you right. know. Absolutely. What's your favorite thing about being married? Waking up to you every morning. <laughs> I will say what you said about us being strong together, powerful, you know. I do feel that. I do feel like it's we're, we're a powerful two, you know, like going through the rest of life, knowing that you're there, knowing that whatever happens, I've got you by my side and you're, you're in it. If I'm stressed or nervous about work and auditions, he's, he takes it on and he's there for me and, and I'm there for you and we're here to support each other. I think that's, it feels really good. And I love the fact that he can take out the garbage and I don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> The best thing about marriage for me is the great comfort. There's such a, this, the serenity you get, you know, from, and I don't know, I've never felt it before, even being in a relationship prior to this. You know, maybe some people find it as boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever, but I don't know, it's just something about that commitment that just really puts me at peace, you know, that I don't, I'm not, you know, driven by lust any longer. That can be a stressful way of life. Mm. <laughs> and so, yeah, being at peace with that is really one of my favorite things about, you know, marriage. And again, to really reiterate everything she said, it just feels so good to know that she has my back um, and that I have hers. And, and we've talked, it's like, to me, it's like, no matter what happens, we could lose all of this, you know what I mean? But we still got each other, you know, and we still have the love. I think that's really important, you know, for me. And also, I think us being in the business, both of us actors, it's nice that we can support each other. And like, we just took class together and that felt good. It's yeah. fun. You yeah. know, taking acting class together, yeah. you know, during pilot season, you know, we were all this you know running lines every day together you know um yeah, yeah. making each other better stronger yeah. yeah making our craft stronger yeah. you know i mean she's just you know i'd been out of the business for a long time and she's been such a motivating force for me in my life and and our team you know has, has got my back and has supported me and, and given me strength you know so i'm very appreciative of that